It's time for a wellness revolution. Brought to you by Hotsi Health and Wellness Center. Honest discussion on maintaining health and wellness naturally to enjoy a better quality of life. He's the doctor fighting to let you keep your doctor. Now, Dr. Stephen Hotsi. Dr. Hotsi's Wellness Revolution podcast is brought to you by Physicians Preference Pharmacy, formerly Hotsi Pharmacy. Welcome to Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution. I'm Stacey Banfield here with Dr. Stephen Hotsey, founder of the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. And as always, you can find all of our wonderful shows, podcasts on HotseyPodcast.com. That's H-O-T-Z-E Podcast.com. Do we have a great show for you today? So excited to have Dr. William Davis as a guest. Maybe you're not familiar with the name, but maybe if you hear the word wheat belly or undoctored, two of his books that he has written, uh, maybe that will ring a bell. It's so popular right now. So Dr. Hoetze, why don't you share with us more about our guest today? So thank you very much, Stacy, and thank each one of you for joining us today on Dr. Hoetze's Wellness Revolution, where I believe that you need a doctor and a staff of professionals who can coach you onto a path of health and wellness naturally without using pharmaceutical drugs so that as you mature, you've got energy, vitality, you've got enthusiasm for life, and you have it without using pharmaceutical drugs. Does it make sense? Well, I'm sure it does. And our program is based simply on a healthy eating lifestyle. We're going to talk about that today in our program. Uh, Replenishment of your hormones as they decline as you age with natural bioidentical hormones, vitamin and mineral supplementation to help you detox, good exercise program. And if you have allergies, treatment of allergies. Today, we are really honored and privileged to have one of the most influential physicians in natural approaches to health in the whole world on our program today, Dr. William Davis. Dr. Davis is a cardiologist located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Now, right now, we this program is being broadcast uh, in early March, and it's 2019. It was 32 degrees or 31 yesterday morning in Houston, Texas. And uh, Dr. Davis, what was the temperature in, in Milwaukee? Above me seven degrees last night. <laughs> so uh, it's a late uh, Arctic snap we've had here, but uh, we're glad we're inside today. It's a beautiful day outside in Houston, by the way. Sun's out, fifty-one degrees, so we're in, we're we're enjoying. Uh, finally, we get some sunshine. Well, Doctor Davis is known for having written the book Wheat Belly. See that Wheat Belly. And if you know anything about natural approaches to health, you know this has been a uh, a tremendous and terrific worldwide bestseller. I don't know how many millions of copies it's sold. How many millions of copies have you sold, Doc? I think we're approaching 4 million. Now, that's on a health book. Just to let you know how big that is, if a health book sells 20,000 copies, they think that's tremendous in the the, uh, book industry. Four million copies. My book, Hormones, Health, and Happiness, my first book, is only uh, we've only sold and printed a hundred thousand copies. So this is on a magnitude forty times greater, and it's called Wheat Belly. Doctor has also uh, written some follow-up books to that. He wrote Wheat Belly Total Health, Wheat Belly Ten Day Grain Detox, and his most recent book is Undoctored, and that is a very challenging book to encourage you to undoctor yourself. Now that seems like a medical 
medical heresy if you're a physician to hear a physician do that. But, um, you know, when you go and cut against the grain and do uh, go against conventional medicine, you begin to take positions that are best for your for the society and for the people in society and for your patients rather than what big pharma, insurance companies, big medicine, federal government wants you to do with your life. So Dr. Dr. Uh, Davis is a and has been an invasive cardiologist. That means he do cardiac catheterizations, he do stents and angioplasty and all those things that were done in the past. But in 2004, some changes occurred in his life, and I'd like him to explain that. So, Dr. Davis, explain to us how you came to the conclusion that a change in someone's eating program, particularly the elimination of wheat and other grain products, could have a dramatic improvement in their health and really remove the need for a lot of invasive uh, procedures and a lot of medications that individuals were taking from their conventional doctors. Sure. To be honest, I learned a lot of my lessons by blundering around and asking tough <laughs> questions. But it started when my mom died of sudden cardiac death. So I was doing angioplasties, sometimes six, eight, and nine a day, ten a day. So morning till night. It was very busy. And I got a call that my mom had died of sudden cardiac death several months after her successful two-vessel coronary angioplasty. Well, it drove home the point to me that my mom died of the disease I thought I was taking care of every day. I was in uh, in Wisconsin at the time. She lived in New Jersey where I grew up. But I got that call and realized that a lot of the things we do in conventional cardiology are useless, are silly, are not effective because they deal with the problem. It's like putting out a fire once the fire is blazing in the house rather than trying to prevent the fire. So I set about trying to figure out how do we identify people at risk for these kinds of things, heart attacks and death. Well, the only device that really does this properly, not a stress test, certainly not a heart catheterization for everyday people doing the, going to work and going to school. The only device is back then an EBT or electron beam tomography device now replaced by CT devices. Right. And we started to scan people. And there was a scanner, I believe, in Houston at the time also, or maybe Dallas, can't remember which, back 20 some years. And we started scanning people in Milwaukee, left and right, thousands and thousands of people. Well, what you find is that heart disease, hidden heart disease, no symptoms, is everywhere. Right. And what do you do about it? Well, 20-some years ago, we put people on Lipitor and aspirin, low-fat diets and exercise programs. If you do nothing, if you just sit back and do nothing about a heart scan score, let's say 500, normal is zero, as you know, the score increases 25% per year. It's horrifying how rapidly the atherosclerotic plaque grows. What happens, we help publish these data, what happens when you put someone on aspirin, Lipitor, high-dose Lipitor or statin drug, uh, uh, low-fat diet, score goes up 25% per year. It has zero effect on the rate of progression of atherosclerosis in your coronary arteries. Well, I'm getting people freaking out on me because their their score is 500, then 650, then 820 or whatever. And, of course, my colleagues, as unscrupulous as some of them are, would say things like, let's do a the real test, a heart capitalization, see if you need a preventive or prophylactic stent or bypass, which of course is malpractice, but it's done every day. I saw it happen all the time. People who had no symptoms could pass a stress test or getting bypass surgery on multiple stents. So I was desperately looking for an answer. And clearly the conventional answers were not answers at all. And you may remember the consensus opinion back then was don't repeat heart scans 
let them have heart attacks, then deal with it, which I think you and I would find horrible. Right. It's an awful answer. And so let, hey, let, me, let, let me interrupt you here. Just mm-hmm. to let you know, here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center, I have a CT heart scan, and we heart oh, scan. We heart scan every one of uh, our men above forty years of age, and women above fifty years of age, and if they're close to fifty, and we make sure we get a calcium score on every one of them. And and I, I totally agree with you. There's no other way to know if you know they can do a stress EKG, they can do an echocardiogram, all these things. And they go to the cardiologist, say, everything's fine. And then they drop dead of a heart attack because nobody yeah. did a, a CT scan and found out that they had uh, atherosclerosis, which is hardening of the arteries caused by the calcification, which is an indication that you've got inflammation, which is an indication you've got coronary artery disease. Anyway, that's yep. just to interrupt you on that. Well, what do you do to stop these? Back then, of course, nobody knew. No expert knew. So I had I kind of figured it out on my own. I, so I started doing uh, lipoprotein testing, the real testing for deciphering heart disease sources of risk. And you find that it's not high cholesterol. It's not high LDL cholesterol. That's a, that's a big pharma uh, fiction. It's an excess of small LDL particles and associated abnormalities. Well, only two things in the diet cause small LDL particles, grains and sugars. And so I asked people, because the conventional answers weren't doing anything, I asked people to remove grains and sugars. Of course, they, they did it. And uh, small LDL drops, if you did an NMR panel, it would drop from, say, 1,800 nanomoles per liter or 2,000 or whatever to zero or some other low number. But then people started telling me things like, but you didn't tell me I'd lose 47 pounds. And you didn't tell me I'd have to stop my insulin, my metformin, because my blood sugars are now normal. You didn't tell me that I'd lose six inches off my waist, my plantar fasciitis, acid reflux, ulcerative colitis, and migraine headaches will all disappear. <laughs> so <laughs> it became clear that I had stumbled on something uh, similar to your experience in taking the grains out of the diet. When I added vitamin D about 12, 13 years ago, that's when I started seeing the diet was successful in slowing progression of, of the heart scan scores to maybe 8%, 12%, 14%. When I added vitamin D to achieve a target level of 60 or 70, that's when I first started seeing for the very first time scores of, say, 800 dropping to 400 or 1,000 dropping to 600. Dramatic, And you can actually see this on the, on the heart scan. You can see regression of plaque. And, so, and then we added some other pieces, cultivation of the microbiome, iodine and, and optimization of thyroid, magnesium, fish oil, a lot of the common things. And lo and behold, I'm seeing hundreds of health conditions reverse. But it all started with heart scans. Well, that's amazing that you discovered that and you added these additional um, vitamin and mineral supports to that. Tell us about your vitamin D. We are very strong advocates of vitamin D use. Uh, and I, I know I read and you just discussed where you like to see them 60 into 70. I like to see them between 70 and 100. I personally take, it, it may sound crazy, I take 25 to 30,000 milligram uh, uh, international units a day, and mine stays about 90 to 100. That's how much I have to take. And, and obviously, some people can take much less and get and have higher levels than that, but we find routinely uh, we have, and, and, and we use, um, D3, and we have to use five to 10,000 international units a day to get them into a level we feel like is, is uh, beneficial, which is a level around 70. Is that what you find? That's been my experience also. Of course, you're in a warmer state, so the need for D is slightly less than here. Uh, you can be quite deficient, as you know, in Texas, Florida, and Hawaii. 
uh, because we work indoors, we wear clothes, we lose the capacity to activate vitamin D in the skin after age 40. But I'm in Wisconsin where <laughs> adding vitamin D was shocking. The effects were shocking because these people started with blood levels of 5, 10, 12. Right. And when you add uh, vitamin D to those people, it's like somebody turned the light on and on their thinking and clarity and on their mood. I personally had a dramatic lifting of seasonal affective disorder. I used to, when it used to get dark here and cold, it would be very depressing. I'd have to drink a pot of coffee just to get going in the morning. With vitamin D within a couple of days, it was like somebody flipped a switch and it all went away. And then we started seeing all these metabolic and disease improvements like the reversal of uh, heart scan scores and, of course, reversal of osteoporosis and all kinds of metabolic improvements like rising HDLs, dropping triglycerides, dropping insulin resistance, dropping blood sugars, dropping blood pressure. So I, I, I would say vitamin D is probably the second most powerful thing I ever ever came across after elimination of wheat and grains. Right. So what are, what are the other uh, treatment modalities you use, the other vitamins and minerals you spoke about besides vitamin D? Use magnesium. What I've done, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed that you uh, like the undoctored book because a lot of our colleagues would say things like this. How dare you suggest to people they diagnose their own diseases? And, of course, that's not, as you know, since you've read undoctored, that's not what undoctored says. What undoctored says is very similar to your program. Engage in this brief list of strategies. Eliminate wheat and grains. Cap your net carbs. Fish oil at a therapeutic dose. Right. Iodine and thyroid optimization. Magnesium supplementation. Uh, and efforts to cultivate the microbiome and vitamin D. Just those six basic strategies and the vast majority of common chronic conditions like type 2 diabetes, autoimmune diseases, hypertension, high triglycerides, fatty liver, et cetera, all go away. They, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Now, th- so, uh, here's one thing you haven't mentioned, which I am a very strong advocate of, and that is high doses of vitamin C. Now, I read Matthias Rath's work, uh, Why Animals Don't Have Heart, heart Attacks, and uh, he worked with Linus Pauling. And I read this back in 1990, and, it, and they talked about the whole concept of heart disease being caused by inflammation, and they called it, called it low-grade scurvy, and take high dose of vitamin C, 1,000 milligrams for 25 pounds of body weight. Well, I said, you know what? That makes sense to me. I'm just going to do it. So for the last 25 or 30 years, I've taken myself minimally 10,000 milligrams a day, and I take 15 to 20,000 now, and I have had my most recent heart scan, I'm 68, was zero. Calcium score was zero. I got a brother who's two years younger, looks just like me. His calcium score is in the thousand, but he never took vitamin C or took any of his vitamins. He didn't eat right. So I think vitamin C, and, and you may not have used it, but I think it plays a significant role because of it. it's an antioxidant. It, <clears throat> it's used to build collagen, and it can be very helpful. We also use K2, lysine, and proline. We add that to the regimen when people have, uh, uh, have atherosclerosis. So uh, we put them on a lot of vitamins and minerals, and we've seen the same thing. As a matter of fact, my wife came in, and she had a score of, uh, 360. She had had a, a blockage of the renal artery, I don't know, th- 25 years ago, right renal artery, and they put a stent in back there. I don't think it worked well. She's got elevated renin, so she's had elevated blood pressure. Well, her score was 360, and she hadn't been eating right or taking her vitamins for the last year, you know, and she was 20 pounds overweight. Well, we, I sent her to a cardiologist friend of mine who did a not only a stress EKG and an uh, echocardiogram, which were normal, but he did a thallium stress test, which showed the back part of the heart was black. There was just no circulation there. And he said, if I sent you to another cardiologist, 
they do a stint on you. They go in there and do something. But you can you can change your eating program and eat what you, uh, take the vitamins your husband says, and we can reverse that. Well, sure enough, nine months later, it had gone from 360 to 280. So she had had, and she lost 25, 20, 25 pounds, and she fasted sometimes uh, 48 to 54 hours a week for, for um, several months at a time to get her weight down. And, and it was amazing that you can reverse it. So this is the point I want all of you to learn from this is what Dr. Davis has said. First and foremost, you need to find out whether or not you have heart disease. And the only way you can do that non-invasively is measure your calcium score on your coronary arteries. That's done by a CT scan of the heart. If indeed you have coronary artery disease, it can be it can be arrested and reversed. If you don't, you can get on a program to prevent it. It's much better. I like to say this. It takes about 25 years to cook a good heart attack. So if you're cooking one, you want to get the you want to take it out of the oven. You want to take it out before it's cooked. You don't want to find out because the leading cause of death in America is heart disease. It kills as many women as it does men. Women are about seven or ten years behind the behind men in their age because they're protected by their hormones up until about fifty. It goes through the change of life, then they start having their problems. Well, men though start earlier, uh, developing their coronary artery disease. But it kills just as many men as it does women, about 600,000, 700,000 years, somewhere in that, that range. And it is a silent killer. I have had friends, and I know each one of you here knows of somebody that you had seen at church the week before or at work the week before or out on the golf course the week before. They were doing fine. You had drinks with them. Everybody was fine. And then he dropped dead. Just dropped dead. And you know, what in the world? He was in good shape. He was a runner. He was a jogger. You know, he ate right or whatever. Or maybe he didn't, but they dropped dead because, and, and half the people that have their first heart attack never live to tell anybody about it. They die usually before they get to the hospital. So I've seen this, and I know you, doctor, uh, being a cardiologist, have seen this over and over again. And everybody is floored. What happened? Dad was in such good health, or mom was in such good health. She just dropped dead. And this is totally preventable, but you first need to do a diagnostic procedure and have a CT scan to see where you are. And what I've found, uh, Dr. Davis, is if you do the CT scan and they find out they've got blockage in their arteries, they've got calcification or atherosclerosis, they're a whole lot more serious about getting on a good eating program and taking their vitamins and minerals than if you go like, well, just take these vitamins and minerals and, you know, we're going to try to prevent. And they think they don't have a problem. They don't feel like they have a problem, so they're not near as compliant. Wouldn't you agree with that? Absolutely. And the converse is true also. That is, if you have a zero score, that is no atherosclerotic plaque that's detectable, and your heart attack risk is virtually zero, I'm, I'm shocked that some of our colleagues still uh, force people to go on their uh, statin drugs and other silly maneuvers. So, I, I, the um, as you know, the statin drugs hardly have any effect at all, and they certainly have no effect on slowing the progression of atherosclerosis by heart scan tracking. So there, there's so much wrong, as you know, with conventional approaches to health, such that they, the, the experts can actually say things like, let them have their heart attacks and then deal with it. That, that's the, that is the status quo. That is the prevailing standard of care that you and I don't accept. Well, that is the standard of care. And, you know, what it does is it makes each one of you in the listening audience a cash cow for the medical profession, for the hospitals, for the insurance companies, 
for the pharmaceutical companies. That's, that's your cash cow. They're going to keep you sick. Now, I wanted to visit with you about the whole concept of wheat and what, it, what else wheat does besides causing you to gain weight. But I wanted to get down to maybe into some of the weeds on this, the different protein particles. So, Dr. Davis, this has been a very informative program, and we appreciate you bringing to light the importance of healthy eating, elimination of grain products, and uh, other simple carbohydrates, which lead not only to cardiac disease, but lead to a host of other illnesses that you discovered when you got your cardiac patients off, off wheat. They, it, it resolved a host of other problems. So what I'd like to do is invite you back to discuss what is it about wheat? What is the wheat product? What kind of problems does it cause? And uh, I think that I've read your books, and that that's going to be a very interesting program. So I want to thank you for being here with us today, and I look forward to uh, our next uh, our next program. And our listening audience, if you would like more information on how to become healthy and well naturally, how to do a 180 and take charge of your health, then give us a call, 281-698-8698. We'd love to have a conversation with you. That's 281-698-8698. Thank you for joining us here today at Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution. A special thanks to Physicians Preference Pharmacy, formerly Hotsey Pharmacy, proud sponsor of Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution podcast. Information provided on this radio program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution radio program advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this radio program is at the listener's discretion.